Lex, is it time to do picks? Uh, it's 2020. I, I hear the show is all picks all the time. Uh, 20, it's a good year. Um, I've, I'm very pleased with 2020 so far. How did you ring in the new year, Dan? Well, you know, the arrival of humankind's first contact with extraterrestrials came as a surprise. But mm-hmm. um, I, I feel that it was a welcome one. Uh, given the situation that we found ourselves in for most of the last several years. Oh, I think we got exactly what we deserve. Yeah, I, I for one welcome our new alien overlords. So let me ask you this, Dan. Yeah. Uh, since we last spoke, uh, numerous gift-giving occasions have passed mm-hmm, by. Mm-hmm. Did you get or receive any... Uh, Apple those are, or other those are the same thing. Things. Did you get or give <laughs> any Apple or technology related things? You can fix it in post. <laughs> um, it was a light year for technology in our household. <laughs> light years. You measure it in light years. Oh, I, yeah, light years. It was light years of technology. Actually, the <laughs> I'm trying to think back to you know already trying to like remember what happened. It was so long ago. Um, the only thing I got that I think is really even like electronic in any way, and this is this is sure to impress and delight our listeners at home. I got a new toothbrush. <laughs> nice. Uh, my, my old one. So I had like, I think it was the, uh, the pick on the wire cutter for many years may still be the sort of standard pick. Um, but it was like an oral B one and it was just dying. Like the battery will only last a day or two. And then I had to charge it and my charger is it, wow, you brush your teeth for a long time. I brushed a lot of teeth. Well, here's the other thing is like I've got uh, uh, like the charger. We don't have a, enough space to put the chargers in the bathroom. So my charger for my toothbrush is in the office. So that's really annoying to walk back and out, you know, in and out every couple of days and be like, where is my toothbrush? Um, so uh, my wife bought me a new one, which was a uh, Sonicare, which I've never used before. Mm-hmm. Uh, my initial review is it really tickles. <laughs> <laughs> you get used to it yeah you get used to it i use a sonic care i like it i like it i'm i'm very pleased with it. it's a nicely designed uh thing it's and she got me like a travel case too because usually i just traveled with like a normal toothbrush because i didn't want to drag my right yeah my electric toothbrush so but i'm I'm going on uh i'm going to go on some travels and i'm going to take my toothbrush with me i'm excited i'm going to make an admission on this show mm-hmm. which is that when i need to get replacement toothbrush heads oh okay uh, as i do with printers I use uh, third-party generic replacements ah. instead of the official name-brand replacements. I actually just got a new set of heads for my Sonicare toothbrush, and they're great. They're great. They okay. work fine, and they're like a quarter of the price yeah. of the name-brand yeah. ones. Yeah, well, I did that, I did that with, the, um, with the old ones, too. I, I did the same. So maybe I'll have to, have to get that tip from you. I was trying to think if I had anything else that uh, was even in that range. I guess I I also got a new... This is an exciting year. You can tell when you're approaching 40 because your presents get <laughs> more boring. Uh, but things I, I'm excited yeah. about. Uh, but like I got a new um, uh, uh, thermometer, cooking thermometer that I was really pretty jazzed about. Because the one we have is fine, but I often feel like it's not... doesn't work as well as I want or it doesn't read as quickly as I want. So... Uh, my wife also bought me a really nice one that I'm looking forward to using. So that was exciting. It magnets to the fridge, which is cool. I like that. I, can't, I won't lose it that way. That is cool. 
I, I gave uh, some Switch games, and I only want Switch games as, as codes. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want cartridges. Sure. Um, but now my Switch is like, hey, I need more space. And so I have to figure out what a good oh, uh, memory card. SD card is for the Switch. You know, it's funny. I was I was thinking about that as well because um, this, this, for whatever reason, this time of year, I end up playing a lot of Mario Kart. And uh, I took some great... Uh, you can, like, have highlight reels of your races. and You can save them. And I was like, oh, man, I have one here that I really want to, like, share. But the options for getting it off your Switch are kind of limited um because you can from the switch you can post to twitter if you like set up your twitter account but that's about it and i was like well i want to like trim this down and edit and all that junk i'd love to put it on my computer as a video file and apparently you may be able to do that with an sd card so i was thinking uh, maybe i need an Mm. sd card as well i just i don't want to spend a ton on it because it doesn't i don't know it doesn't feel necessary sure sure (laughs) but like right now, I'm just rotating what games are stored on the device. It's kind of like iOS. It's like the non-automatic version of iOS's app management thing where it mm-hmm. offloads unused apps. Um, but I feel like having an SD card there that you could put in once and forget about can't hurt. Yeah, so I'm thinking nice. I'm thinking nice. Yeah, I was trying to think if there's a... I got a... I did buy one thing for myself, and I bought one for my wife, too, because I, it was too tempting not to. The uh, wire cutter had its list of stocking stuffer things sort of last minute. And I noticed one of the things on there was a little multi-tool um, from Gerber, who uh, makes a bunch of different multi-tools. I think I have one. Baby food? Yeah, they also make baby food. It's a real, real big, diverse concern. <laughs> um, yeah. But this one is a little... What I liked about this was it's a small thing. It's like a one-piece thing that fits on your keychain. And it's got like some flathead screwdrivers and a Phillips head screwdriver and a can opener. Uh, and you can use it to like a little pry bar type thing. and it's TSA approved, so you can take it on the plane with you. Because I used to carry like a pocket knife, but you can't do that anymore because I've lost multiple pocket knives that way. Uh, so I was like, oh, well, this one I can take on the airplane with me, and I will always have it with me. And, you know, sometimes you just need a screwdriver for something. So Did you get the Leatherman one that they recommend there? No, it's a, it's the, it's a little one called a uh, – I mean, I'll look it up now because uh, it's called the, the Shard, the Gerber Shard. And it's a. Oh, I uh, see the Gerber dime. I yeah. haven't seen the Gerber shard yet. Maybe it's a different thing. Yeah. So it's like a little. It's a super small uh, little piece of metal, essentially, that goes on. Just goes on your keychain, and it's just got like a handful of small tools. They could, you know, technically, it's got like a wire stripper. You can use part of it for. Not that I end up stripping wire a lot, but you know, bottle opener, uh, you know, the screwdrivers, uh, pry bar, that kind of stuff. Pretty handy. So small, easy. I like that. It. It it, and it's a good little stocking stuffer thing. So it costs like five bucks. And it doesn't hurt you in your pocket? <laughs> no. I actually have had zero problems with it so far. I don't have like a keychain. Like my keychain is literally just like one of those rings, like just the ring yeah. with a bunch of keys on it. And I like it for the most part. I had been using it for years. It's not like a thing I, that was, I invest a lot of money in. My one problem with it is we, uh, we bought a, a little fireproof safe uh, earlier this year and the uh backup key that goes uh that i have on my key ring for that which is like you know it looks like one of those little bike lock keys but the hole in the key is so small that it doesn't like rotate nicely around the key ring like it gets jammed because it's too small for the ring and i'm like this is stupid <laughs> so i need to fix that one of these moments because that really annoys me it doesn't means all the keys don't like rotate smoothly so ah the problems of having keys a stupid physical requirement for the world that we live in 
<laughs> yeah. Um, I also I have this endless struggle with uh, all the the more modern uh, uh, presence based keys. Mm-hmm. You know, the ones that you don't put anywhere, but the Jakar just has to know that it's there. Because if you've ever like valet, and I valet probably two three times a year tops, you have to remember to leave the key behind. <laughs> Because it's usually in your pocket. Sure, yeah. Uh, when it's one of those cars that detects it. And I find that very stressful. I've never forgotten, but I've come close to forgetting. Yeah, no, I, I hear that. I hear that. I don't have that problem with the presence keys, but um, my I do have, like, my my key is, like, one of those big fobs with the, like, button you press and the key, like, pops out of it. And I, it's too big to keep on my key ring, so I always carry it separately. Um, but I've definitely, I definitely walk out of the house without it a lot. <laughs> um. Yeah, you know, my, it's funny. My 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 wife is saying last night um, we'll be uh, traveling to Florida, and she's like, "Oh, this is gonna be the first time I go swimming when I'm wearing my wedding ring." And she's like, "Well, I want to do what one of our friends does. She has a little pouch that she um, like puts her takes her ring off and puts it in when she goes swimming because she like does like swimming workouts and stuff. And then she has a tile tracker in the pouch." And I was like, you know, I've offered to get you tile trackers several times because you do misplace things sometimes and you've always steadfastly denied it and refused for that to be a thing. So I haven't bought you one because of that. And now I'm like, well, do I wait for the Apple one that may or may not ever materialize? Uh, Yeah, I would not wait for that one. Um, I think that's going to go the way of air power. Oh, really? Um, Oh, okay. We're doing non-picks. Although they haven't announced it, so I guess it's not the same thing. I also had, you know, I had gotten Anya at some point one of those, uh, like a generic brand uh, lightning splitter. So it's lightning and it goes to lightning plus three and a half millimeter jack Uh uh because Anya hates lightning headphones because they have to have headphones at school too. Uh, She wants a single pair of headphones that can work in her phone and on whatever they're plugging into her school. And uh, so I got this splitter and it was cheap. Uh, And then... And it was highly reviewed. And then a couple of weeks later, it died. And so I went onto Amazon and I was like, I want to return this thing. And they're like, we'll send you another one for free. But you have to take the old one back to any Kohl's. It's not from Kohl's, but take it to any Kohl's and just show them this code on your phone. And they'll what? handle ship- shipping it back to us. And so I have no idea what that's all about, but that's what we're doing. Now, however, they no longer seem to sell this item on Amazon. It's out of stock. And the reviews have plummeted just in the past couple of weeks. Like, I don't know if they all had a time bomb in them and died at the same time. <laughs> but uh, I super don't recommend really any of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, those little fiddly cables are always a problem. Like, you know, I've had some different splitters and adapters and like some of those cables where it's a lightning, like little lightning adapter that goes over like a micro USB cable so that you can carry both a micro USB and a lightning cable. And almost all of those have been terrible in my experience. I've, I've found the most all, at least one part of it dies at some point. So yeah, uh, I'm not so big on that. The other thing I wanted to get, I didn't get this for my wife, but I was thinking about it and I just couldn't decide which one, which w- was a charging pad. Um, because she, uh, she has a bunch of stuff on her nightstand now like she has a watch now and she has a phone and she has the same problem i used to have which is when she goes travel she has to unplug everything (laughs) like take all the cables yes and i was like well this is dumb i should just get you a charging pad uh but i couldn't decide i thought about buying the same one i I have but i wasn't sure if she you know wanted that uh because i have the studio neat one which i like a lot um but yeah, I don't know. I, I think that's that will be in her future at some point. I just haven't figured out what the right choice is. I, I want to know, though, Lex, and I don't know if you're interested in this as well. I, I'd like to know what, what tech gifts John Moltz gave or received this holiday season because 
Uh, Honestly, before I even hear about those, I, I just have one question. So my mind for Moltz, for you, and for everybody who's listening, Dan. Sure, yeah. And that question is, do you, do you have a website? Mm-hmm. And does your website have a shopping cart, registration forms, or contact us pages? If you answered yes to these questions, then you need Pingdom. Nobody wants their critical website transactions to fail. That means a bad experience for your users and could mean lost business for you. But the good news is you can set up transaction monitoring with Pingdom. Transaction monitoring will alert you when cart checkout, forms, and login pages fail before they affect your customers and your business. Pingdom will let you know the moment any of these fail in whatever way is best for you. You can customize how you're alerted and who is alerted, depending on the outage severity. Pingdom cares about your users having the smoothest site experience possible, and if disaster strikes, you'll be the first to know. It's super easy to get started. You go to pingdom.com slash sign up right now for a 14-day free trial with no credit card required. When you sign up, use code REBOUND at checkout to get a huge 30% off your first invoice. Thanks to Pingdom from SolarWinds for their support of the rebound. Again, go to pingdom.com slash sign up and use the code REBOUND for a 30% off your first invoice. That's a huge 30% off. That's my advice to you, Moltz. Thank you. I appreciate that advice. That's advice that I could use. Hey, John. Hi, guys. Hey, John. John, uh, he's been here all the time, but he's been very quiet. (laughs) I was asleep. (laughs) (laughs) The smart money was on that. (laughs) I actually, I wasn't. I'm jealous. I was in bed. <laughs> okay. We, I was willfully ignoring my text messages. <laughs> yeah. I assumed you were asleep or dead, and I'm glad when, that when it was you one live, of those. When you live on the West Coast and you have podcasting pals on the East Coast, <laughs> you, um, you don't um, allow Reply. notifications to come through until like 8.30 in the morning. Because <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> you guys would be waking me up at like 4. Yeah, well, I really yes. just want a... This is an iOS feature I want, which is uh, where you can, like, maybe on limited feet, like, you can punch through. Like, maybe, like, you get like one, one a week, maybe, where it's like, I just yeah, need, right. yeah. I need a klaxon sound. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Well, actually, yeah. and, and before we get to John's point, I just want to, because this is related, and I want to think about this. I, do you guys use the silence uh, callers thing from iOS 13 where it silences people who aren't in your contacts? I use people, that people briefly. People do what I do cannot do that. Well, so yeah, th- yeah. This, is, this is a thing that came up. Um, I was over at a friend's house and we had ordered some food and he had apparently turned that feature on and not realized it. And so all of a sudden we heard like banging on the door and they're like, what? Oh, oh, I guess the, the delivery person has been here for a couple minutes trying to get touched. Yeah. And it seems like you should have, you know how you can turn on do not disturb for like a limited amount of time, like an hour or mm-hmm. something. I feel like there should be a temporary like disable the silence feature for until my food arrives or for you know yeah. for an hour or something like that because that's a is tricky a real problem. yeah it's a tricky thing because i had a um this this former coworker of mine um was trying to get a hold of me because someone that we used to work with had passed away <laughs> and she was you know she had my number and she was calling me but like i wasn't getting any of the messages because i had turned that feature on because i didn't have her new cell phone number in my mm-hmm, contact mm-hmm. list yeah yeah, that is a that is a problem with that. I I I have a similar thing with the um. I like the downtime feature, you know, where at the end of like eleven thirty at night, my phone does the thing where it's like, all right, uh, you know, let's turn off your access to apps. It's time to go to bed, et cetera. And you can do like the temporary, like go into each app and be like, you know, extend that time limit. 
but mm-hmm. I've had it happen. On, I have it set up on my Mac, too, in Catalina, and I had several times in the past couple of weeks where I was recording late podcasts, and yeah, I'll be sitting on a podcast, have a bunch of windows open, and then all of a sudden, all of the windows will be like, nope, sorry, you can't view anything. I'm like, uh, and you can go around and click each window in turn and be like, give me 15 more minutes, but what you really yeah, need but, is an overall right. feature that just says delay the bedtime thing for half an hour an hour whatever because i i need to keep working here yeah anyway you had asked me about technology technology (laughs) and gifts right industry did you give your question or get any cool tech stuff yes and yes oh well i mean cool i don't know about cool but yeah but you know i did tech stuff yes um so i got i got a um an Apple Magic trackpad. Oh. Which I've not had before. Oh, spot. Yeah. Ah, I so, love I That's love been those. fun. I'm a fan of those. Yeah, same. Yeah. I will say, my only objection to the Apple Magic trackpad, which I use every day at work and like, is on very large monitors, I find that it moves in a janky way where the built-in one on the laptop that is connected to the same large monitor doesn't do. Interesting. Mm. I can't explain. Okay. I, I will say on multiple of those magic m- My only issue with it is that sometimes, and this happens with the keyboard too, but to a lesser degree, something on the computer will freak out and it will lose its connection and then like flick on and off a bunch of times. Be like, oh, it's connected. Oh, yeah. no, it's well, disconnected. But that happens with it's, the mouse too. I think it's Bluetooth. I think it's just the yeah, crappy Bluetooth right. on that, the Mac. That definitely happened because I have, I've had the, the Apple Magic the, the, mouse for a long time and that has definitely happened The good that. news is you can just plug in the trackpad and keep using it, which is a lot harder with the mouse. <laughs> That's true. Right. Yeah, because you have to plug it under, under the bottom. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's a little bit more difficult. It is a lot better experience on the trackpad. <laughs> Um, and then, but the other thing uh, that I did was I got Karen an an iPad, and I got her like the I just got her. She wanted an iPad to write with, um, mm-hmm. and she for years she's had a a Mini Two, which has been right. fine because she's kept it by her nightstand and just like you know read books with it and stuff like that. Um, and she wanted something that she could write with, and so I just got her the cheapest <laughs> cheapest one I could really, and that was the whatever the new you know basic. Uh, just what's it, 11, 9.7, 9.7, yeah, 10. Yeah. I guess it's, it's one that's simply called iPad. iPad, yeah, yeah, the iPad, right? The, the regular old iPad, which Costco sells for like practically nothing. I mean, it's like two hundred and fifty yes. bucks or something, and um, and then an Apple pencil and a case, and she is loving it. Nice, uh, yeah, yeah, and she got um, Good Notes, uh huh, and has been using Good Notes like crazy ever since she got it. I like good notes. No. I, I just it, the main problem with good notes is that my handwriting is terrible. So when I use it, well, for that's, the main, that's down, the main problem with Dan. That is. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, that is a problem with me. I don't know. There's no way to upgrade that, really. <laughs> no, no. Believe me, I've tried. Uh, I was going to say along the, the lines of that, um, we actually uh, post holidays have been trying to uh, engage in a little cleaning out of stuff. And I have been excavating parts of my office in which I came across both like a an old, I think it's a Logitech keyboard case that I had for an earlier iPad, as well mm-hmm. as, John, you'll remember our favorite, that foldable Bluetooth keyboard. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I have I, that here somewhere. I don't yeah, know where it is. I am tossing both of those because I do not use them at all, yeah. and they are just taking up space. Um, yep. But yeah, I, I've been sort of finding all these old tech uh, little pieces of tech that I have not used in years and and kind of marveling on the other hand at the fact that 
I feel that my needs for certain things have become reduced. Like I used to keep around all these little devices, like in the eventuality I might need something. For example, I had like this little tiny, um, it's like a Wi-Fi hotspot you could plug into an Ethernet cable and like take to a hotel or something when you're traveling. I had that thing. I bet you got that as a Macworld I did. And it was very cool, but it was also like, well, I I literally could never never need this anymore basically. So, <laughs> yeah. in into the technology recycling bin it goes. Yeah. I used it a grand total of zero times, but like you, I held onto it for a long time thinking, man, one day this is going to... Nope, it's not. It's yep. just not. Every time I thought it would be useful, it ended up like there were way more hoops to jump through. So I think I maybe used it successfully once or twice, but yeah, not so much. <laughs> mm. But yeah, it's it's just going through all the accumulated detritus of you know more than a decade of writing about technology <laughs> is, is right. sobering. Right. Yeah. I still have a a closet full of airplay speakers. <laughs> <laughs> Got some real and, skeletons in that closet, Lex. Every time, every time you open I, up, they just all fall out. <laughs> it's it's very close to that, and like you can't even give them away at this point because we were like, eh, I prefer Bluetooth, and I'm like, I understand. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> I, I get it. <laughs> I will say, AirPlay two speakers are pretty good, but original AirPlay speakers were fucking garbage. Yeah. yeah. That, that is a trend that I am proud to say that I completely skipped. Like I, like I never, I don't, I never had an AirPlay speaker, and um, I, I think that worked out pretty well for me. Mm. These were all review units, and the funny thing was, we would try. Dan Frakes and I at MacWorld would try to return these things, and like the companies yeah. would go out of business before they could handle the return. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think I had one that I bought. I think we probably discussed it at some point. Like I bought one that was on sale for very little, and it turned out to be just really really terrible and like the idea behind it was great like it sat on like a little charging dock but you could pick it up and take it with you and i, lo- I love the idea of having oh i've just got an airplay speaker that's very portable but it just it never worked well it always had audio problems it's like well that's that's yeah. job one if you can't do that nothing else matters right. yeah now i, I want to ask Walt a clarifying question because you mentioned you got a magic track man and okay. the idea i assume is that you sometimes t- like you, you use a laptop yeah or do you yeah, are you yeah. a desktop yeah. only no i have a lap i have a laptop, a laptop but i but i have a monitor so that in right. my office here, and I will plug it into the monitor. Well, Moltz, I have some excellent news for you. Okay. This episode of The Rebound is brought to you by Kensington, the people who make universal docking stations that are designed oh, to increase productivity. I know those It's people. so easy to use. You can get access to more ports and make your sleek MacBook, Chromebook, or other laptop as powerful as a desktop. It's plug-and-play with no drivers, so you can enjoy up to dual 4K display with HDMI and DisplayLink video connectors, plus USB 3.0, USB-C, and Thunderbolt 3 with power delivery available. The Kensington engineering team has three decades of experience in high-volume manufacturing of hardware IT products, plus rigorous test cycles and quality control means all their products are tested above industry standards. If you're an IT decision maker, and really, who among us is not? and you're looking to find the right docking solutions for your organization, check Kensington's Pro Concierge program and test drive a docking solution today. Visit kensington.com slash rebound right now to check out Kensington. That's kensington.com slash rebound to learn more. Our thanks to Kensington for their support of this show, which is specifically the rebound. Kensington.com slash rebound. True story. I have a Kensington mouse that I, I think I have had for 20 years. And oh, I am still using. Probably. Yeah. I mean, it's I, at least 15. Okay. It's at least 15. I remember, years. I remember fondly flipping through those old uh, giant catalogs, like, uh, mm-hmm. what was it, like Mac Connection and Mac Mall. Mac Mall and like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. all the Kensington oh, peripherals and stuff yeah. like that that I would like drool I, over. Yeah. <laughs> those were the days. 
Yep, it's still connected to to a MacBook. <laughs> um, yeah, among the other things I've uh, unearthed is just a stack of hard drives, and I ha- still have this like. My goal is to uh, reconcile all the files on them and transfer them to the NAS, but like <laughs> the idea of doing that seems incredibly oh unpalatable. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. And the worst part is I've got this G3 tower here and I know there are a couple files on there that don't exist anywhere else. And I'm like, I should <laughs> open this. I wonder if it boots. I have zero idea. I don't think I even have a monitor that would plug into it. <laughs> you can run it headless though. Yeah, but then I have to... Re- if it's if I, uh, it has to connect to your... I, yeah, I need to figure <laughs> out how to get into it then. Yeah, yeah. I need to remember my password from like 15 years ago. It's probably easier to get the hard drive out of it. Yes, almost certainly unplug that, and then I have a yeah. dock for the hard drive, which I can just right, plug in. Right. So yeah. it's not like they had disk encryption or anything. Yeah. I was opening some old files recently, and I, I came upon like a, an Apple Works document, mm-hmm. and uh, Pages just opened it without any effort, which I was really impressed Oh, with. really? I, it depends huh. how old things are, because I was trying to open an old uh, yes. Claris Works yeah. document, which Apple mm-hmm. Works could open, mm-hmm. and the older version of Pages could open. But in the new version of Pages, when they redid it all to like line up between iOS and the Mac, it lost that ability. But I did discover that Microsoft Word has an ability to sort of you can open something and just tell it recover any text you can from the file and it did pretty well like you lose some formatting but like otherwise it worked fine and i was pretty impressed with how well that right. worked yeah bb edit will sometimes be able to get stuff out yeah but too. sometimes you get the like encoding crap oh, and you, stuff get a, in yeah, there. you get a crap ton of encoding yeah on the front. This, <laughs> this avoided that at least you just ended up okay. with some like extra carriage returns here and there and maybe lost some like rich formatting but it was pretty good i have to say yeah yeah, I know. I I just I got one of the actually one of the other things I got for Christmas was a was a hard drive. Oh, <laughs> because I'm going I'm going back and I'm upgrading all the drives on my uh, Drobo, mm. which were which you know I thought was you know would last me forever because I got one for one terabyte drives and you know now it's like <laughs> you'll never like need more up, than you know, one terabyte, John. That, that ends up like being two and a half terabytes, you know, based on uh, with with all the <laughs> the RAID stuff and. That's obviously not very much now, so um, I'm going. I'm going up a bit at least to try and get a little bit more life out of that thing. Nice. Yeah, I've got uh, the NAS has two four terabyte uh, drives in it here, and the other day my wife was asking about like as she was we she and I were going through this whole cleaning thing. She's like, "Yeah, I've got a bunch of files. I need to get off an old laptop, and I've got some flash drives strewn around. I, where should I put all this stuff?" Um, and a lot of it's photos. I was like, well, you can, you, you can put your photos in, in iCloud. You, you already use that to some degree. Um, but for all your other stuff, I, you could just put it on the NAS that we have. <laughs> she's like, well, I don't know if I want to do that. I'm like, it's free and it's in our house. And she's like, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty compelling. <laughs> <laughs> but what if I could pay somebody outside the house? Mm. Other technology that I received. Uh, there were two things that come to mind. I got a, I got something from Samsung, which is exciting. Uh, but it was a, a USB flash drive uh, for my car because my car <laughs> can do like um, dash cam style things, and also like in its security mode, it can record all around it with its cameras if people are messing with it. But you need to have a really good flash drive USB stick guy because it is writing and rewriting a lot, which not all USB sticks are made for. Uh, so I got one that is apparently well suited for that purpose. And then I got a generic third-party uh, knockoff of a uh, Nintendo Switch Pro controller. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, uh, which I think has I'm, been working great. 
I mentioned uh, post uh, Black Friday that one of the things I bought was a charging station for the Joy-Cons on the Switch. And that thing ended up paying dividends because when we took the Switch to my cousin's house for Christmas to play our traditional Christmas morning Mario Kart, all of the controllers were charged, (laughs) which was really nice because usually it was like, oh, only two of them have been plugged into the Switch for the last year. The other two are super dead. Yeah. Yeah, that was, we got a, can't get a charging stand for the the switch controller so i just i wish i had better i need a better storage solution for all this stuff because it is cluttering up my tv stand where like there's oh, just yeah. controllers strewn everywhere yeah no it's a it's a mess i know i've, uh, <laughs> I've given, up. given up yeah <laughs> i yeah. think it's just gonna be a mess forever i know i i had high hopes of someday like you know when my wife was on a trip or something being like i'm gonna unplug everything from the tv stand clean it out and like Connect everything again with little Velcro ties. Yeah, that has, to happen. <laughs> has not happened. <laughs> I love the idea. It is not at happened. one point. I did the one thing I did do, which I think was really helpful, is I labeled the plugs that are on the back of the TV. Mm, um, because we have so we don't I don't we still don't have enough ports. And I I have tried a few port switching things, and I've tried the you know we had that what was that thing called Cavo that we all got the Cavo Cavo yeah um, which was good but it had its issues and none of them seemed to work very well and frankly i find just unplugging and plugging something in <laughs> usually much simpler and more satisfying long term so i labeled all of the uh, the plugs at the tv end as to what device it is smart which i highly recommend smart yeah, I, I've resigned myself to the fact that I will probably not get to fix this until, like, we eventually move. <laughs> and then maybe when I set it up next time, I can do better. Mm-hmm. But probably not. Yeah. So we have, uh, we have someone living in our living room right now, temporarily. <laughs> and so we don't get to use the big TV that much for playing games. So we've set up a, a TV upstairs for Hank to have all the games um, con- game systems connected to. And... Uh, it was for a while. It was a an old 720p mm. TV, which I had not looked at in so long. And when I did, I was just astounded at how bad it was. <laughs> just, <laughs> just awful. And um, I think in preparation for a Christmas gift, a friend of mine was trying to get rid of a 1080p TV, and I was like, I will take that TV. It was bigger and um, also had like twice as many HDMI ports on it. So now we're uh, actually in a fairly decent place is your is your prime tv that you're not using right now is that a 1080 or a 4k 4k okay so yeah yeah the 720 disparity seems pretty glaring shut up siri (laughs) how is that even a thing um yeah siri has many opinions 4k (laughs) well i i you know going from i think i had a 1080p for both of them but like i would see friends 720s i feel like i couldn't tell the difference as much between 720 and 1080p for a while Granted, there was also a lot of content. I still feel, well, I still feel like that with 1080p and 4K, but um, Two I'm sure that someday, someday I will look back on 1080p and think, oh my God, how did I live like that? Right. I mean, I think that's probably the answer is like when there are eventually 8K TVs that are within my price range, like that'll probably be the moment. Because like you skip a generation, yeah. right? Like going from right. 1080p. It's the next, yeah, it's the next thing, right? Unless, <laughs> my, unless my current TV breaks. Uh, oh no, it just fell off the TV stand right now. Darn. <laughs> <laughs> I, Man, oh man, I, I want to believe that things can look better, but it feels like things look 
realistic already. Do you know what I mean? Like it doesn't feel like right. I'm losing anything. So it's it's hard to even imagine it looking better. Like, it, but I thought that about 720p. I mean, we had a Samsung 720p for 10 years or so, um, and it was a nice TV at the time, and it was, <laughs> and it was also like a foot and a half thick. Yep, which is kind of amazing now because it was a projection unit still. Right. But uh, yeah, I mean, I. I enjoyed that TV like heck for years. And, and when I got it, I was just amazed. I was absolutely flabbergasted at how great the picture was, I thought. And now I'm sure it looks like crap to me. <laughs> well, that, that's, you just get used to these things, right? Like, yeah. yeah. I, a friend of mine is looking for a new TV and he was like, I always want to get something with more HDMI ports. And I'm like, well, how many do you want? Because if you want more than four, <laughs> you're probably kind of out of luck. I know. I yeah. super want a TV that has like twelve. That's the pro- that's the I see. That's the real. That's the thing that I want to expand. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I I'm just at the limit now. Like I've trimmed down the devices connected to uh, my TV so that it's fine. Like I don't have to switch anything right now. And I have the similar issue with my um my router. Uh, it's like I have just enough because I'm still on my Airport Extreme, and I have just enough Ethernet ports that all the things that really want to be connected like i have the xbox i have the um the nas and i have the one that really annoys me which is the the philips hue bulbs require a hub that has to be wired and it's like well (laughs) that's that's just a port that's going to need to go there no matter what but i'm always scared that if i update you know switch out my router for something else i'm going to end up Mm -hmm. having to make a hard decision at some point (laughs) yeah or buy a switch which i just don't want to do and I feel like it's also getting harder for HDMI switches to be smart because so many of our set-top boxes are basically always on anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so they, yeah. they want to detect, oh, this thing has been powered, so I'll switch to it. But when they're kind of secretly always on, yeah, they can't really do that as well. Yeah, it's that's one of those things where like they, there is there were attempts to standardize that whole system, you know, with the CEC stuff, but it felt like it never quite worked really well. Yeah, yeah, our TV is now connected to a cable box and it's supposed to be one of those situations where you just, you hit the button on the cable box remote and everything comes on and the TV does come on but it doesn't switch to the right input. So, yeah. In the uh, to paraphrase the notorious BIG, mo tech, mo problems, which as mm. we all know was what he was talking about. <laughs> Dan Dan is your is your NAS a dirty NAS? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get that reference, but sure. <laughs> it's what I think every time NAS has come up on this show. <laughs> Can I make an ass joke? Will anyone get it? <laughs> I am very unhip. <laughs> Perhaps the least hip. <laughs> uh, you might call me tragically unhip. Hmm. Uh, what a shame. Yep, indeed. <laughs> Yeah, well, so, you know, it's it's 2020. Uh, the real question is... Wait, is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, as we are... How long did I sleep? John, it's definitely 2020. <laughs> we are not recording this in 2019. This podcast comes out in 2020. It is 2020. Okay, That's right, how fine. it goes. If you guys say so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we all, Lex and I already discussed the uh, arrival of our new alien overlords on New Year's Eve, uh, which I'm, perhaps they erased your memory. Well, thank God, really. <laughs> It was a bad. I do time. have a tech resolution. Okay, hit me. I mean, don't hit, don't hit me. But yeah, uh, tell right. me what your tech resolution I, I, is uh, for twenty twenty. I have. Uh, I don't know for how long in twenty twenty, but uh, with no expiration date plan, I have. I have deactivated my Facebook account. Oh, okay. Oh, look at this guy. I I have one as and, well. But but please continue. 
my feeling is, you know, because I think Facebook is 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 bad for the world, and uh, one could make the argument, well, then you shouldn't use Instagram or WhatsApp either. It is a fair and reasonable and logical argument, but I feel like Facebook, the site itself, is the worst of all the things. I feel like fewer people are getting negatively influenced uh, politically, let's say, uh, by Instagram or by WhatsApp than are by Facebook, the site. So yeah. that's the one that I am leaving for the time being. I, uh, my, my, my 2020 tech resolution is I'm actually going to try and leverage the screen time features I was talking about before to spend less time on social media, um, to try and help break myself of that habit of like, anytime I have five minutes to like, you know, I just start reading Twitter or whatever, uh, and to instead be more cognizant of that time and to use that time for other things that I will feel better about, like reading books. (laughs) Nintendo. Oh, or Nintendo. Yeah, I'm okay <laughs> with Nintendo. I, on a side note, I tried to understand uh, the other night. I tried to explain the concept of Untitled Goose Game to my parents. It was they were puzzled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing you got to show somebody. They did not get it. Mm, yeah, that's too bad. John, any tech resolutions for uh, this? I year? don't have it. No, I don't have any tech resolutions. I rarely ever make resolutions. Um, I you know everything's going great as far as. Couldn't get any better. <laughs> Everything's coming up multi. Do you have any? So why would I want to change anything? Do you have any goals? Do you have any goals? How about goals? That's like less of a like thing that you're forcing yourself to do, and more of like an aspirational thing. Hmm. Um. I think for me, so Karen is using this pencil like crazy. I think for me, this is to probably get more use out of my pencil because I have a pencil. I like the pencil, but I don't really use the pencil very much. Um. I, the one thing I use it for. Shout out to the twelve year olds among us uh, enjoying this as much as I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear god <laughs> is that a, is that a, is that what the kids are calling it these days <laughs> well you listen back you'll enjoy it as much as dan and i did now i'm tragically unhip <laughs> uh yeah that's a great resolution john uh anyway <laughs> Uh, when Hank when Hank is doing his homework and I'm helping him with his homework, uh, the math we do uh, we do math problems with the with the iPad um, and the writing device. <laughs> um, but uh, that's probably that's probably the biggest. I haven't used it like you know for <laughs> forget it. I'm not even going to say it anymore because <laughs> the minute I say it, the minute I say the thing that I was going to say, it's just going to be yep. yep you lost us. Sorry, a laugh a laugh riot. I've lost the audience. It's been woefully underused. Let's uh, uh, I'll shift gears then. And is there anything that you are anticipating or looking forward to from Apple or another tech <laughs> company you think? in 2020? <laughs> yes, what a do you smaller think, Dan? phone, John. An yes. updated small phone. That's right. And sooner rather than later would be good. Yeah. But apparently that's like first half of the year. So it may not be until like freaking June. So yeah, I would bet. I would I bet. Still March. Got, I still got. I still got to wait. I bet March. You think March? Yeah, if they're going to do a low cost phone, I think March. I, that makes more sense to me. I think they would do it. They would do it in a half year. You know, like otherwise, you're you're. It's too short a time span between releasing phones. But um, I, I think it, six six months after the release of the last phone and before the release of the next phone is right makes sense. You're right. It's a sweet spot. So I I'm betting yeah. March. Yeah. Okay. Well, from your lips to Tim Cook's ear. It's weird, but that is our relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm currently angsty. I'm angsty about iOS devices and what uh, they use to charge, meaning 
there, you know, there's one iOS device that uses USB-C and everything else is using Lightning. And I'm hoping the 2020 Apple picks one later than the other because <laughs> it stresses me out. Yeah, I can hear that. <laughs> I hear that. I, uh, I really want a, uh, a lightweight laptop. Uh, prefer- I mean, if it's based on an Apple chip, that's great. But if it's just sort of a, you know, Intel-based spiritual successor to the 12-inch uh, MacBook, uh, or even just a smaller version of the current MacBook Air, uh, that is what I'm looking for. Because I'm, I'm going to need to replace this laptop this year. And uh, right now... So you're saying the current MacBook Air is too large for you? I find it... Well, I'm on an 11-inch MacBook Air, and the 13-inch yeah. is... It's, it's not bad. And if that is, you know, come June or something, if that's what is available, that is what I will buy. But I would like something that's a little more uh, light, long battery life, um, mm. and I'm willing to even take a you know a power, st- you know, a step down in power in order to get that. Just because I want something that's super portable. But yeah, I uh, I, I think I think it's time for a uh, the the consumer end of the Apple uh, the Mac lineup in particular has seems a little underpowered like apple spent a lot of time building up the pro lineup in the last couple of years you know with okay. the mac pro and the imac pro and the mac the new macbook pro the 16 inch that came out like it feels like a, a little love there needs to be a little love on the consumer end of the spectrum because if you want a consumer <laughs> level macbook it's basically the macbook air like right that's it that is your choice and while it seems like a fine computer I it doesn't necessarily prioritize all the things that I would like in a laptop, but you know, much like uh, much like our current current political system, if the 13 inch MacBook Air is all there is, you better believe I will buy it. I'm not going to Windows, people. That's not happening. The, thir- the 13 inch MacBook Air is the Joe Biden of MacBook Air. I guess that's that I guess that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, uh, but we don't talk about politics here. Huge. Well, we've learned a lot. <laughs> Have we? I question that. Uh, Welcome to 2020, everybody. Uh, my last question before we go. Uh, do any of you still have active Apple Arcade subscriptions? Because mine, mine has lapsed. I do. I do. I was yeah. just looking at Apple Arcade stuff yesterday, as a matter of fact. But um, I didn't end up actually playing anything. <laughs> I, I pl- actually, you know what I played? I played, um, what's that? Is it called Stella? Is that the name of the game? Stella. Um, <laughs> It's a it's like a side scrolling runny running thing, um, which I really think is gorgeous, and I've wanted to like a lot. Um, but the f- things that you have to do in the game, you're being chased by these things, and if they catch up with you, you die. And the touch, like I feel life. like maybe their touch targets are too small or something, because I I am tapping on the thing that I'm supposed to be like moving and doing the thing I feel like I'm supposed to be doing, and it's not doing it. So um, I found it, I think it's gorgeous and looks really cool. And I just, I want to like it. I think the, the whole effect, the sound effects and everything are great. I, but I, it's frustrating to play. If you cancel your Apple Arcade subscription, just so you know, Apple does not remove any of those icons from your phone or Uh. your iPad. They all stay there. All those apps stay there. And then if you tap them, it's like, you need an active Apple Arcade subscription. And there is no button that I can find anywhere that says, remove all my Apple Arcade things. So it's just a bunch (laughs) of little ads for Apple Arcade (laughs) sprinkled around your phone. Yeah, there was something I wanted to play that just came out, and I can't remember. I saw it sort of 
it passed and i can't remember what it was now but i yeah i've not played anything i've been lazy about unsubscribing but i will probably do that because i don't remember the last time i launched any game much less an apple arcade game and if something comes along where i'm like oh that game looks fun and is only on apple arcade i'll probably just sign up again because you know there are yeah. there are five easily five dollar games i've paid five dollars for in and of themselves uh so right. maybe in you know a few months i'll jump jump back in when i'm in more of a mood for for game playing but yeah, yeah. i haven't been spending a lot yeah. of time on on ios games lately i did play that marble uh, whatever it's the updated super marble blast um marble mayhem i think it's called um and it was like i played it and it was it's like oh yeah this is exactly like that old game and i was like oh this is exactly like that old game <laughs> Like, I've played this for 10,000 hours already. <laughs> we discussed this really briefly on a previous episode, but one of the things I did come across while I was cleaning out stuff was I came across two of the postcards from Ambrosia Software that have my game licenses on them. Oh, nice. So, uh, one for... Hang on to those yeah, one, forever. One for Escape Velocity and one for Harry the Handsome Executive. Um mm. Yeah, so I probably have I probably have Harry the Handsome Executive someplace, Dan. <laughs> yeah, well, when that Escape Velocity reboot rolls around, I just want it to be known. Sure, yeah, yeah, I you don't you don't need to pay for it, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's a show. That's a show. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.